I'm standing on a little patch of countryside near Stanmore, just off the F, the F1, the M1. I didn't know this little patch of countryside existed. All through COVID, I'd walked up to Stanmore Common or occasionally took the tube. But I didn't realize that there was this countryside right here. Much less populated, much more, well, if it weren't for the hum of traffic, you could almost imagine you were quite, quite far away from from the claustrophobia of suburbia, which is essentially where I reside, where there is very little beauty. So I wanted to talk about the solace of perspective. As I was walking along, I thought about a moment in the 90s when CDs had been around for about, I don't know, 10 years maybe, or even less. And libraries had started renting out CDs for, I don't know, a pound, a pound a couple of, for a couple of weeks. But it was also around about the time when um, CD players were being produced that you could actually record. You could record from one CD player to another CD player, or sometimes within the same contraption. You could basically burn, as it was called at the time, you could burn your own CDs. And this, for me, was amazing. This was like, this was like a license to print money. I was like, wow. Up until now, up until this age of whatever it was, 26, 27, 28, the amount of music I could own was constrained by my pocket, primarily. And seeing as CDs were anything from £10 to £15 a pop. That was quite a constraint in my pocket. I didn't have that many CDs. You could buy some secondhand, but on the whole, I couldn't really say that I had a library. And suddenly, for maybe 70p for a blank CD, I could could borrow it from the library so that's let's say another pound and for two pounds i could have any cd well any cd any cd that the library stocked i could have that the thrill the thrill of this bounty was resplendent and electric And I remember one day when <laughs> I found out that Hendon Library, yes, it was Hendon, the one near Middlesex University, Hendon Library was doing this big sell-off of, of CDs. And I went, and there were something like, I don't know, 
hundreds. There were hundreds of CDs and they were selling them off for about a pound or maybe even two pounds per CD or maybe less. And I got a little bit carried away and I, um, I think I must have snatched at 40. A lot of it was jazz. I didn't really listen to jazz, but I thought, well, this is the time. This is the time. If I'm going to have a library, I'm going to have a jazz library. And it looked like good classic jazz. And I thought, well, I'm going to, I'm going to get as many as I, and I can remember going to the counter of this library just with, just with all of these CDs. And I, I must've had a kind of mad glint in my eye because the librarian turned to me and said, are you sure? Are you really sure you want to buy 50 CDs? And I said, yes, I am. I am. And I must have handed over 40 pounds, which is a lot of money to hand over in a library when normally you're giving like, you know, 50p, two pounds. I don't know. I might have even have, have said, okay, wait, I need to go to a cash point to get the money. And I bought all of these CDs and I filled my bag with them and I felt like, I don't know, I felt like a pirate returning from, a, from raiding the, the seven seas or even the jazz seas, raiding some kind of sea and I returned with my bounty home. And of those 40 CDs or maybe 50 or maybe it was 60, I don't know, but it was, a, it was, a, it was quite a haul let's put it that way, of those, I might have listened to one or two of them once. And when we moved into the MP3 era and I realized I couldn't display all the CDs or I decided I couldn't, I wouldn't display all my CDs because I didn't have enough space in my bedroom my single bedroom very small bedroom in a shared house which had to hold everything in which I which I owned and suddenly having a library of CDs was well it took up a lot of space a library of CDs in a bedroom the size of a toilet or a bathroom I decided well let me just convert all of my CDs into MP3s. And I remember at the time, all of my precious CDs that later got lost or left behind or wherever, got converted into what was considered the highest quality digital conversion, 128, whatever it was, blah, blah, blah. Where of course, 128, <laughs> Uh, which would give you a file of about four megabytes was per song was looking back on it n not really a great quality at all and I may have only have converted two or three of those CDs and the rest of them went and of those conversions I've never listened to them and I probably never will but for 10 minutes or 15 minutes I was seized by this mania to buy these CDs as if, as if this was the most important decision of my life. Seized by the mania. 
and I guess my solace, but also my, I don't know, a sort of lesson, if you want, to my future self, is to remember that whatever mania you are seized by will become in, well, maybe even six months' time, maybe even by tomorrow, will become the thing you look back and go, what was that about? It will make no sense to you whatsoever other than as a kind of insane, intense mania to acquire. As if having 50 jazz CDs was, I don't know, tantamount to food and shelter. And I guess that's perspective, which you would like to think would then work forward-facing too, that you would be able to go, oh, I'm seized by this mania to do this now, or whatever this is, or I'm seized by this mania to acquire this, and if I don't acquire it, it's going to be the end of the world, whatever that acquiring is, and that could be a consumer object, or it could be, I don't know, a boyfriend or a girlfriend or whatever. I need this in my life. When I have this in my life, everything will be fine. And of course, it is fine for 10 minutes after you have that thing. And then you then have, well, you have what you've always had, which is your life as it is with all its ups and downs and all its challenges and struggles and the thing you've added to your life, the boyfriend, the girlfriend, the 50 jazz CDs, whatever it is, whatever you've added is just an addition to the thing you always have, which is you. And that's a sobering thought, you could say.